Welcome to this edition of the Probation Matters podcast. Probation in Northern Ireland supervises around 4,000 service users at any one time within a community or custody setting. We also work with victims of crime who register with our Victim Information Unit to support them through the process. Probation believes that a restorative practice perspective which places victims at the heart of our practice is central to our work with individuals who have offended. To learn more about this, I'll be talking to Assistant Director Aideen McLaughlin, who has responsibility for restorative practice within probation. Aideen, you're very welcome to the podcast, and I'd like to kick things off with what we mean by restorative justice or restorative practice. Would you be able to give an overview of what restorative justice is? Thanks very much for the opportunity to to speak about restorative justice. And I suppose what we're talking about is a form of justice which enables the victim to have a much greater say in terms of what they need out of criminal justice process. It gives the victim an opportunity to share how they have been harmed as a result of a particular offence and to ask of the person who's offended against them, the offender, what they need to to put things right, to be able to move on. So restorative justice really is a different way of working to enable the harm to be recognised and then actions taken to repair that harm to enable the victim to move on, hopefully with their lives. Why is restorative practice or restorative justice relevant to the work of probation? I suppose, I mean, from a probation perspective, we traditionally have worked with people who've offended We have developed kind of programs, interventions, ways of working with that person to help them desist from future offending and hopefully they can rehabilitate back into the community again. For so many years, that work was undertaken in isolation and the big part that was missing was the impact of that particular offence on the victim. So for probation now, it's about trying to address that, that kind of balance and give a victim, the person that's been harmed, an opportunity to have that central role within a criminal justice process. So I suppose within PBNI we have developed our victim information unit, which you know enables victims firstly to register with ourselves to receive additional information about the offender's sentence and what how they're progressing and what the likely kind of outcomes are when they're coming back into the community. So restorative justice, restorative practice enables us to take that one step further. And if the victim wants an opportunity to meet or to have some kind of engagement with the person who's offended against them in order for that victim to be able to move on, then that's what restorative justice or restorative practice for PBNI is about. And that's why it's so important. Probation refreshed its restorative justice practice framework in 2021, which listeners can download from our website. Can you explain what that framework is about? Okay, I suppose that, you know, the framework really outlines our commitment to restorative justice and restorative practice within the organisation. It looks at the opportunities that we have within PBNI where we can offer restorative practice. We already do this work through our victim awareness programmes, through our letters of reflection that people write when they're, they're thinking about the impact of their offending on their victim. It also is our commitment around a training kind of strategy for 
probation officers, for probation services officers as well, in order to really get to a point within the organisation where we are delivering restorative practice within every aspect of the work that we can deliver. So it's about having restorative conversations with people when they're at risk of breaching their licence or their probation order conditions. It's about trying to engage with a victim when a community service placement is being set up to give them a voice in what that placement might be. And it was also kind of developed, I suppose, as a lead-in to the Adult Restorative Justice Strategy, which has now been firmed up within the Department of Justice. And, you know, we're awaiting kind of legislation which will really kind of allow us to enact that restorative work across all aspects of the criminal justice system. So the framework is important, I suppose, in terms of giving us structure within PBNI around how we can implement our restorative practices. And we've recently just trained quite a number of staff in their foundation level in restorative practice. So we're committed to making best use of those skills and knowledge in terms of delivery. So there's training going on as well with staff? There, there has been training which happened um, March and April of this year uh, where we took, I think, around 35, 38 people through their foundation training in restorative justice. Um, we followed that up with a recent seminar just with Dave Eagleson who led the development of restorative practices within some of the prison establishments. So again, we're, we're building on the knowledge that our staff have gathered through their foundation training and hopefully kind of motivating them and encourage them as to how they might be able to deliver restorative practice in their day-to-day -day work. Can restorative practice only be used in the context of victim work or is there wider application throughout probation? Absolutely, there's, there's much wider applications. I suppose restorative justice is about looking at the harm that has been caused and that can be applied to harm that's caused in any kind of relationship I suppose. So even when we're thinking about disputes between maybe two offenders within the custody setting for example, restorative practices can be used to address that. If there has been an issue perhaps between a service user and their probation officer, restorative practices gives an opportunity for dialogue, for conversation, for, you know, opportunities for amends to be made. And dare I say it, even between staff, if there are difficulties in staff relationships, you know, there's an opportunity for restorative practice to actually make a difference to enable people to be heard and to be able to agree solutions where no further harm has been caused, but actually people can work things out and, and move on. So yes, I see it as being as wide as possible in terms of, of the application of restorative practice. Thank you very much, Aideen, for talking to us about how probation uses restorative practice to keep the victim at the centre of our work and in challenging those who have committed the crime. To find out more about our restorative practice work or more about probation itself, you can visit our website at pbni.org.uk or follow us on our social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube.